The Paul McLoon Show on Today FM. I've got Shirley Manson on the phone for me from Garbage. How are you doing, Shirley? <laughs> I'm really good, thank you, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so mad about your accent. Um, how's the tour? Especially with the most beautiful accent. <laughs> how's the tour been going? Um, well, we're currently off for a week, so um, right. the tour is, is not going currently, but it, okay. the, the last two weeks in, in North America were great. They were great. I mean, every band has to say that, though. Even if it was, <laughs> even if it was a complete disaster, I'm sure yeah. I'd probably be saying it's great. But um, no, I mean, you know, being a, a woman in, in rock music yeah. is the, the fact that I'm still making it and, and actually have the opportunity to go and play venues, you know, and beautiful venues and have people come is an extraordinary privilege. I never imagined in my wildest dreams that I would enjoy. So... That's so I funny. Try and practice gratitude, you know. Yeah, of course. I was watching an interview with you from oh a long time ago, and um, you were so cute because you were saying in the interview, "I'm never going to be seeing Stupid Girl uh, later in life." And I just thought it was so, <laughs> you're like, "I'm never going to do that." And I just thought it was so. Uh, it's so great, like you say, to be still playing and out there. Um, I really loved the interview. Well, it just shows you. It just shows you how little you know at thirty years old, yeah. <laughs> totally. And then how much, and then how much you learn, and you realise the importance of representation for women. You know, yeah. particularly women as they get older in music. I mean, it's I, I didn't understand that that would be a role for me. Yeah. Like that's an important thing to me for and for I think younger generations. You know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't understand that at thirty. Of course. Um, actually, on that note, I loved the conversation you did with Lauren Mulberry from Churches. And she said, mm. she said, if it weren't for people like you, like you inspired her to be in a band. How did that make you feel? Well, you know, I mean, I, I was inspired to be in bands and I'm still inspired by all those sort of women that, that I fell in love with initially when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I fell in love with Susie Sue and Patti Smith and mm-hmm. Debbie Harry and and Chrissy Hind and, and these women are still beacons for me. Like I sometimes when I feel a little defeated and sort of like, wow, this is hard, yeah? yeah. I think of, of all these women who continue to have these amazing careers and I think, well, if they can do it, there's no reason why I can't do it. And if I can do that myself for younger generations like Lauren, you know, then I think that's um, a, a worthy way of spending my life. And, you know, Lauren's such a smart girl and I was Absolutely. so impressed by her. And yeah, I was, I had, lo- we had a lovely time. I think she's wonderful. Oh, she's gorgeous. And um, just uh, in relation to that as well, as an artist, you have always had a very strong identity and you seem like somebody who just remains true to yourself. Who these days do you see like that? Oh my God! I mean, the first person you just saying that to me—the first person I think of is, is is someone like Missy Elliott, you know, yeah. who has maintained her herself and her career throughout, mm-hmm. and and hasn't sold us all a bill of goods. She's who she, exactly who she said she was. Yeah. Um, and then I, I see, uh, like you know, I look at the, the the young sort of young artists coming up, and you know, somebody like Kelsey Lou really strikes me as yes, somebody she's amazing. really magical. Yeah. She's magical, and 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 I I keep saying to my husband, my God, she's amazing. I don't understand how she hasn't exploded, and yet I'm happy for her that she has not yet exploded in the way that a lot of these young pop stars today do. Because I think ultimately it sort of uh, it sort of infects their careers in ways that you that are are damaging to the artist. And and Kelsey Lou's an artist. She's not a pop star. She's an artist, and yeah. so. I'm really excited to watch where her career goes. 
Absolutely. And just um, with garbage, you know, you've been together for near, it's almost three decades, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it feels like five. And you, and you yourself, you, you've been in music for over 35 years. What do you think is the key to longevity in the business? Well, you have to be taught. I mean, again, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I'm at that point in my career when I'm like, how did I get this? And, and a lot of people who are so much more talented than me didn't. Um, I think about that a lot because, you know, I, I understand my talents are limited, but I've had an amazing career. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm, I'm tough, you know. I, I can go out and I can tour for 18 months and I don't fall. And I can't say that for a lot of people. I, I was meant to do this, you know. My yeah. body is strong. My mind is strong. And I'm, I've been really lucky that way. I've been really blessed by that. That's something you have no control over. It's just something that you're gifted with or how you're raised or I don't know. Do you um, think it's because you're I, Scottish? <laughs> your no, Scottishness? I think, that, I think being Scottish is part of it. I mean, we're taught <laughs> to be resilient. I mean, much like the Irish. You oh know, my God. Culturally, you know, culturally we're yeah. sort of, that's just part of our culture yeah. is to like lean in when things get a bit difficult. We're culturally conditioned into leaning in. And so that's been helpful to me. But I've also taken what small talents I've got mm-hmm. and I've used them really well, you know. Yeah. And I've never sat there thinking, I am the shit. You know, instead no. I've sort of always felt like, okay, how, how can I get smart about using this, the bag of gifts I was given? How can I be smart? And I think that has helped. I think the fact that me and my band have split everything equally. Nobody gets more than anybody else. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's that was something actually we learned from you too, actually. Oh, wow. Bono was always saying from as early as I can remember, don't fight over the money. Make sure everybody is compensated the yeah. same because you're all pulling the same weight, you know, and that really struck home with us. And that has really helped um, keep everybody happy, you know. Yeah. If you have a king in your band, the king will be destroyed or the queen will get her head cut off. That's just how, that's how cult, you know, that's how human beings roll. Yeah. So, But yeah. also as well, I think like you have got one of the most stunning voices in history, you know, and I think that's what, that's, that's <laughs> what, <laughs> no, but you do. It's like when you go back and listen to all the albums, for me, you've got a real old school quality like Dusty Springfield or, you know, Peggy Lee and those voices just, they're going to live forever. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, they certainly are. But, and, and I did, I mean, uh, thank you, first of all, thank you. I know I mean but that. But secondly, I think, I think maybe you've been hitting the, the ball before doing this interview, but uh, I don't listen to these women, you know. I'm, I'm really lucky. I, I listened to amazing singers growing up and, yeah. Um, you know, I do, uh, for better or for worse, whether you love me or hate me, I've got a unique sounding voice, you know, so, and, and to be unique in, in this time in music is, is really helpful because there's just so much music. I read somewhere there's like 35 million songs on Spotify right now. I mean, oh how my God. Do you, how, how, does, how does anyone survive in that morass, yeah. you yeah. know? Of course. Yeah, so you have to really stand out. Helpful. The Paul McLean Show on Today FM. Has there ever been a point, now obviously you've had massive success, but was there ever a point where you thought, oh, I just, I want to jack this in or I can't do it anymore or? Yeah, I mean, when I was going through a divorce and and, our, and September 11th happened and it really messed, I mean, it's to, so sorry to sound so sort of self-obsessed, but it really messed with our record, um, record release. Okay. Um, it happened on the day 
uh, right before we were supposed to go and do promo for this record that we were really proud of, and it really scuppered that record. I mean, okay. it, it just put an end to this incredible trajectory we were enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, we never, ever really got a hold back um, after that. We had mm-hmm. to really start, basically start from scratch all over again. And it caused a lot of depression in the band. (laughs) And it caused a lot of depression in our record label. And, uh, you know, things just became more and more difficult. And there was a moment when I was just like, I've had enough of this. This is just ridiculous. And I realized that we could have written the best record in the world, but the mood, you know, the fashion of music, the the sort of uh, taste in music changes, much like fashion, you know. And we just, just didn't fit in. That was it for us, you know. And having been this zeitgeist, cultural zeitgeist, we just found ourselves on the outside. And it was really difficult. And I realized it didn't matter what the quality of the work we were producing um, was just people were not interested for one reason or another and that was hard um but you know like i said before i'm scottish i'm tenacious i'm yeah. like i'm, just, I'm good at this i'm <laughs> gonna keep going you know I read, a, I read a beautiful story, actually, and I, if you wanted to talk about it, but I did read that um, there was something with your friend's son that made you want to return to music. Is it OK to ask about that? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing story, you know, mm. and it's also just one of the darkest periods of our lives. And, you know, um, one of my really dear friends lost her six-year-old son to cancer, mm. Wilms tumour, and... Uh, there was, you know, this when you when you have friends who lose people, you feel everybody I, I'm sure in, that's listening to this has had the same experience. Yeah. Where you just feel completely helpless, you know. And my girlfriend at the time said, "Would you sing at, at my son's memorial and sing his his favourite song?" And uh, you know, how can you say no to that? There's nothing you can do. You have to. Yes. You have to stand yeah. up to the plate. And uh, I was singing Pablo's favourite song, and and. The band had been on hiatus for about five years at this point, mm-hmm. and I bumped into Butch at Pablo's memorial, and he was, you know, so beautiful to hear you sing, and we really need to, why are we not making music together, you know, and oh. that's kind of the beginning again of yeah. us in, in the band finding our feet, mm-hmm. and oh, that's really, you know, that's Pablo from... That, that little six-year-old beautiful boy oh, um, gifted that to us. Yeah. And uh, it's always, we think about him a lot. You know, he's part of our history. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah it, was, it was a very dark time. The loss of a child makes no sense. And, yeah. and it's, you know, you, you, it's very perplexing, you know, to witness. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, thinking there just on what you were saying about that was something that strikes me about you is when I was watching just some interviews before this and I was thinking you're still so passionate about what you do you know you absolutely love it <laughs> you do though you, and you talk you, you talk about you talk about music in that way you talk about do you know what I mean you talk about touring in that way like some people are like oh I was going to tour uh, you know I hate this blah 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 but um, you know you just seem so into it still I don't think you'll ever I don't think you'll ever lose your love for it <laughs> I don't think I'll ever lose my love full stop you know I think that's passion is something that really runs deep in my veins and has been an incredible engine for me mm-hmm. Um it, I, I wish I wasn't as passionate. I wish I was cooler. 
I, you know, I really mm. wish I could just hold back and be cool, and I can't. I, it's just not, it's not part of my language. Yeah. And uh, it actually it served me really well. It's a good thing. It's a brilliant <laughs> thing. It's a real Irish and Scottish thing too, I think. <laughs> I just wondered what you thought. Primavera happened at the weekend, and for the first time ever, they had a 50% female lineup. So it's completely equal. And I was wondering, do you think festivals could follow suit in this way? I hope it happens, but what, what do you think? I think any festival that doesn't follow suit, I mm-hmm. don't think we should buy their tickets. Totally. That's just end of. Yeah. Any woman who is interested in promoting other women and the future of young women, their daughters, their, sis, you know, their nieces, their friends' babies, their babies, what have you, we all have to get really smart. This is our time yeah. to start pushing our mm-hmm. agenda forward. And if we don't do it now, yeah. it's going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before yeah. women enjoy the kind of parity in our society that they deserve. And that includes all women, trans women, black women, coloured women, yeah. all kinds of women. Yes. We have to get smart yeah. and start with the money. Mm-hmm. Always go to the money. You want to facilitate change, go to the money. You take the money away. They'll ch- I'm giving myself goosebumps right now just saying that. I, I've got it's goosebumps. Like Listen to you. That's how you turn the oxygen off. And yep. you turn the oxygen off, they can no longer breathe. And mm-hmm. when they can't breathe, they can't perpetuate these ridiculous stereotypes and sexism that has been going on since the beginning of time. Now's yeah. our time. Yeah, and that you know what that lineup was killer, absolutely killer, and all my mates were there. And they said, "So this bullshit of like, oh, there's not enough female, and oh, then it's not as good. I mean, just shut up. Do you know what I mean? And open yeah, your eyes. Well, and nonsense. yeah, it's yeah, nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. what's happening is these women aren't being given the platform. There's yeah. millions of women all around the world who are making such exciting music. And yeah. the fact is that because we haven't heard a lot of these sort of uh, voices for centuries, literally." The most unique and interesting stories are being from those that we don't hear from. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. We've heard from the white male for yeah. Little Kingdom Come. Well, actually, you know, St. Vincent made a really good remark recently and she said women need a seat at the table. And she was not just in terms of performance, she was talking about, say, um, record, uh, you know, the executives of record companies, producers, they need a seat at the table. So, in other words, they're the ones also making the decisions because it's often what's behind the scenes that is completely male. And I thought that Absolutely. was really interesting. It, it, but I would, I would go further than that. Women have to take a seat and drag the seat up and yep. put it at the table and sit yep. down in it. Nobody's going to offer you the seat. Yep. This is what women don't seem to understand. You will mm. not be offered the seat. Mm-hmm. You have to take the seat. And actually, you know, St. Vincent's such a great example because, yeah, you know, she just produced that amazing song for... Um, Sleater Keeney. Sleater Keeney. <gasps> Unreal. You know, and it's... Yeah, it sounds fantastic. It's really exciting. And there is an incredible artist also being an incredible producer. And I am very much looking forward to watching her, you know, as she progresses through her career. And I would would hope that she enjoys the same kind of kudos as her male counterparts who are doing the same thing, but not as well. Yeah. Oh, she's brilliant. I love her. Listen, on that note, you've been fab. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. <laughs> I'd have to go for a drink with you some night. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much. You're in uh, Ivy Gardens on July 18th. We're really looking forward to seeing you. Thank you. I mean, we came back last year to Ireland for the first time in 20 years and it was wow. really thrilling for us. And, and it's been a very depressing journey that, that you know, we've had this long career and we, for, for whatever reason, we were told that Ireland was just not interested. And then we came back last year and we had oh a great gosh. show 
and to get to, to be invited back a year later is is I can't begin to tell you how thrilling this is for oh, our band brilliant. and um, thank you to all the radio stations that have supported us and the fans you know we really appreciate it oh and thank you to you and listen um, we'll see you on July 18th in Ivy Gardens thank you so much Shirley thank you Kelly take care the Paul McLoon show on today FM.